Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Is it time for some housekeeping when it comes to your 401k? Roy Mackey talks to an expert to get the facts you need. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Jeff Reeves. He's a financial journalist and the editor at a website called InvestorPlace.com. He recently wrote an article called The Seven Deadly Sins of 401k Investing. So he's got some ideas for us on how to learn from our mistakes and protect our portfolio. Jeff, welcome to InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. So let's just start on your list of the seven deadly sins. The first one is titled Lust. Yeah, I think that a lot of folks, sometimes they kind of fall in love with a fund or they fall in love with a manager and they don't realize that over time things do change. Probably the best example of that is a lot of people in small cap funds with some smaller companies. If they're successful over time, they become large cap companies. Netflix is a great example. It was a small company that grew really quickly. And now it really doesn't behave like a small stock anymore because it isn't one. I mean, when you think about it, at all points in time, companies like Microsoft or Apple were small, and then they get big. So sometimes funds don't change that. Sometimes managers get lazy. It's just a fact of life that things change. And it's not really in your best interest to fall in love with a particular fund or manager if they don't really keep up with the times. Your next one on the list of seven deadly sins of 401k investing is gluttony. This one is a little bit more sophisticated thing for investors because they may not realize that many mutual funds kind of share the same stocks. I mean, there's only so many blue chips. If you follow the major indexes with several of your funds, you may find that your funds are actually tracking the exact same stocks. So you're really not diversified. You're really not helping yourself. The only thing you're doing is you're paying a little bit extra in expenses for each mutual fund that you own. So it's really in your best interest to know the holdings that you have in your funds and make sure that you're not really overloaded on some of the blue chips. Or if you have the same flavor in some of your mutual funds, you can hold the same stocks. And that's really not in your best interest. You should try to diversify out instead of you know loading up on just a couple companies. The next sin on your list is greed. Now, greed is kind of a component of why everyone is on Wall Street. It is. It's very much a component, and I certainly don't advocate you not saving for your retirement or not wanting the most out of your money. But what we're talking about is the kind of whatever way the wind blows philosophy. I mean, the best example of that is in the current market. Gold is really booming. It's up. You may see a lot of people looking for precious metal funds in their 401ks if they're offered, but that may not be in your best interest because if it's not your style to be aggressive or it's not your style to chase a fund that's in a precious metal space, then you shouldn't really just go after it because it performed well last year. Besides the fact that there's that old adage that past performance really doesn't dictate future returns. So if you get in after the fact, you may be a little bit too late to get any benefits from that. So while I do advocate people looking for the most return for their money, there's always a problem when you kind of chase big returns either after the fact or just because you see a headline number. There really needs to be more philosophy behind it than just trying to strike it rich. We're talking with financial writer Jeff Reeves, and we're discussing his seven deadly sins of 401k investing. And the next one, Jeff, is sloth. I would think that that might be a pretty common one these days because people get these quarterly reports and may not want to see what's in there. Exactly. And, I mean, you actually find that the biggest problems with sloth are actually in a good year. For instance, you say to yourself, hey, man, I did really good this year, so let's let it ride. Let's not really monkey with the formula. But the problem with that is that 
everyone should rebalance your portfolio as stocks grow. They become what we call overweight. They make up a larger portion of your portfolio. For instance, if you're divided into equal thirds and one third overperforms, that's great. But if it's a really aggressive fund, a really volatile fund, and you don't rebalance that, over time it could keep growing and keep growing and becoming a larger part of your nest egg without you knowing it. You may think that's great when things are moving in your favor, but aggressive funds also tend to move down as fast as they go up. So if your aggressive holdings become overweight and they represent 50 or even 60% of your portfolio, and then the bottom falls out, you can lose 50 to 60% of your retirement savings. So it's very important. You don't just let it ride. You don't be lazy, even in a good year, that you always try to rebalance and look at where your money is allocated. Tell us about the sin of wrath when it comes to 401k investing. A lot of investors, they get angry sometimes. They don't like their managers. They don't like their 401k administrators. And you really don't have a way to vote with your feet, I guess, other than just trying to walk on a fund or investment. But the bottom line is, unless you're selling because your investment doesn't work for you or the future of your investment isn't as sound as you thought it was, it's a big mistake. And a lot of people get angry at companies. They get angry at CEOs. They get angry at Wall Street. But you can't really hold a CEO or your mutual fund administrator personally accountable for your retirement. You may think it's the right decision to just up and sell and wash your hands of it, but really the only one you're hurting is yourself. You need to make an informed decision. Don't just have a knee-jerk reaction to the news or to a single move down because investing is much more complicated than just getting angry and pulling your money out of the game. Next on the list is Envy. Yeah, there's a big problem, especially, you know, after a good year last year or gold is going up. We see a lot of people who write me at InvestorPlace.com or the other articles that I see out there. People, they tend to believe that what works for other people works for them. And that's not always true. Again, to go back to gold, gold is a very volatile commodity. People love it now because it's going up. But again, it can move down just as fast. And if you are close to retirement age and you are a conservative investor, you should never be in gold, really. You may think that with three years left, you could really amplify your retirement by putting all your eggs in one basket and going after the gold because that's what your buddy or your neighbor is doing. But you know, if it's not right for you, it's just not right. And that doesn't matter if your neighbor gets more returns than you or they're more aggressive than you. That's their personal philosophy towards investing. So I really caution 401k participants to do what's right for you because what works for other people may not work for your particular situation, and you can really hurt yourself just trying to follow what everyone else is doing. We're talking about the seven deadly sins of 401k investing with Jeff Reeves. And, Jeff, the final one on the list is pride. Yeah, I have to admit that in my own personal investing life, this one kind of gets to me. I do this too. Everyone doesn't want to admit they made a mistake. You just want to get back to square before you sell or you move out of a stock or a mutual fund. But the problem with that is when you do the math, if you lose 20% in the company or a mutual fund and then you buy a separate company that goes up 20%, you're basically back to square minus trading fees and a couple little academic little expenses here and there. But the point is, if you are willing to take control of your investing future and to focus on just being in the right stocks or the right mutual funds now, it really doesn't matter whether or not you made a mistake. It just matters whether or not you have your eyes on the prize. So I would encourage everyone, try not to take anything personally. We all make mistakes. It's a hard market all the time. If you can find a better investment, always take it because pride really doesn't have a place in your retirement. Jeff, just to kind of sum up some of these things, for someone who's been in a job for maybe a number of years, 
they may not necessarily know how often they should be reexamining or reallocating their 401k. We get quarterly statements for a reason. Mutual fund investing, as a rule, through your 401k is a long-term enterprise. You should not really worry about day-to-day gyrations because if you're in it for 15, 20 years, uh, movement from Monday to Friday really doesn't make that big of a deal. But every quarter, it's probably a good idea for you to take the pulse of your mutual funds, of your 401k. And if you don't want to take action, you really don't have to. But once a year, I would seriously consider rebalancing your allocations. Jeff Reeves, financial journalist and the editor of InvestorPlace.com. Jeff, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. It was a pleasure. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks.